You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you from our latest bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Life Lessons from the Cat. We created this book because we do learn so much from our cats. They show us how to be better humans, and they teach us about resilience and fortitude and loyalty. And then, of course, there are other times when they just make us laugh, and it's because of how they get away with breaking our rules because they're so cute. They're also so independent that they'll often choose their humans rather than the other way around. And sometimes the way they come into our families is just plain magical, as in the two stories I'm going to share today. So our first magical cat came into the life of Connie Pullen during the final six weeks of her husband's terminal cancer. This kitten just showed up at the Pullen home. Now, Connie's husband, Larry, had never been fond of cats, but he bonded quickly with this kitten who never left his side, and they were absolutely devoted to each other. They were never apart, and that made it easy to name the kitten. He became Little Larry. Connie's daughter, Jackie, bought a little red collar for Little Larry with his name engraved on the tag, and he wore it all the time. And Little Larry's favorite place to be was on Big Larry's chest, with his furry little head resting on Larry's frail shoulder. And that's where little Larry spent almost all his time until the night that Larry died. That night, little Larry disappeared, and the Pullen family worried about him because they lived in coyote territory, and they had no idea how that little kitten would survive outside. Miraculously, in the middle of the night, several months after Larry's passing, Connie was awakened by little kitten paws walking softly across her bed. They didn't have any other cat, so Connie figured it must be little Larry, and she went back to sleep, knowing that she'd see little Larry at the foot of her bed in the morning. But when she woke up, he wasn't there. There was no sign of the mysterious kitten who had appeared just when Big Larry could use a friend and then disappeared the moment his human no longer needed him. Connie told her son Chris that the kitten had visited during the night, but he didn't really believe her. He probably just thought it was wishful thinking on his mother's part. But later that morning, Chris called her into the kitchen, and there on the kitchen table was a red collar, and it said Little Larry on it. Chris said he had found it on the family room carpet. Connie knew she had felt that cat on her bed, and now here was the proof. But how did the cat get the collar off? And why would he take it off and leave it for them to find it? They didn't see the cat that day, and they never saw him again after that either. But somehow, they think that mysterious cat 
who came when they needed him and then disappeared, and then came back to drop off his collar to reassure them that he was okay, they think that cat had something truly magical and miraculous about him. So little Larry the kitten filled a hole in the Pullen family right when he was needed. And in another story from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Life Lessons from the Cat, Lori Durham tells us about her own magical cat experience. Lori and her daughter Allison were at a cat adoption event at their local pet store. They were looking for a male kitten, one with the same coloring as the male cat they had just lost. That cat had shared their lives for more than 18 years, and they were heartbroken. He had been a godsend to Lori when her son unexpectedly died seven years earlier. Rather than a male kitten, though, Lori found herself holding a two-pound ball of orange and white fluff barely eight weeks old, and it was a female. Lori didn't know what to do. She prayed to God to let her somehow know if this was the right kitten, if this was the kitten who would help heal her broken heart. Now, Lori told us in her story that starting in middle school, her daughter Allison had a number of unusual events that all involved the number 108. That number always seemed to pop up for her at very important times. After this had been happening for a while, Allison told her parents about it, but they were skeptical. However, once she told them about the number 108, they began to see the number everywhere, too. In fact, one day, as Lori cleaned out a tub of discarded items from her past, she found the parking tag that she had hung on her rearview mirror when she taught high school, and it was a time when she was pregnant with Allison, and she laughed when she saw the number on the tag, 108. On the day they returned home from their son's memorial service, they passed a broken-down school bus on the side of the road near their house, and the number on the bus, 108. Lori had asked for a sign that this kitten would be the right one, even though it was a female instead of a male. So when the shelter volunteer handed her some more information on the kitten with its medical record, she explained that the kitten had already been chipped and that the chip numbers were very long, so they just used the last three digits to identify each cat. And sure enough, the number they used for the little female kitten was 108. Lori and Allison gasped when they heard that, and then they headed home with their new kitten, whose name was Mike, whether she liked it or not, because they had already picked out that name for the male kitten that they had thought they were going to bring home. I'm Amy Newmark, and you've been listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you want to learn more about our new books, and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul. Join the 2.3 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Life Lessons from the Cat. You can pick up a copy at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or wherever else you like to get your books. And I have to say that we're really proud of the way we handle our cat books. We make sure to feature lots of rescued cats and particularly black cats and senior cats because they're the ones that are often left behind in the shelters. And we donate royalties from this book and our previous cat books 
to American Humane to support their wonderful humanitarian work on behalf of cats in shelters and during natural disasters such as hurricanes and wildfires. Come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories from our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Running for Good. These stories are about a couple of married couples who incorporate running right into their marriages with fabulous results. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.